Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into a haunted nightmare. <laughs> Welcome to the campfire. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. We have haunted the RV industry for a while, traveling part-time in a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures <laughs> and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Especially tricks. Trick or treat. Especially tricks. It is Halloween. Or at least close darn it's to close it. It's close enough to Halloween. So That's right. For us, it's Halloween, and we love Halloween. It's our favorite holiday. And this year, we are back with our annual spooky stories episode that's right this year we've got something a little bit different we are intertwining real horror stories with ghost stories yeah campfire ghost stories see if you can tell which is which (laughs) funny i listened to last year's episode and our power company as a preventative measure shuts (laughs) off the power to our neck of the woods we happen to be home last year as we are again this year and once again our power is out i think they just do it to make it more spooky for us since they do it every halloween it seems like it anyway from the dark (laughs) (laughs) sit back turn the lights out and join us, Get won't ready you? ready to be scared. <laughs> so we will start with our first real horror story, and that comes from the Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group, courtesy of Tom Taylor, who was out delivering the mail and had to fill up the vehicle, went to a filling station where he smelled a really unpleasant smell. So it turns out that someone with a new RV didn't know their turn radius and their tail swing swung out hit a piece of concrete and busted open the black tank right there at the gas station yeah he said you could smell that for six blocks can you imagine yeah Um, i actually can that's a horror story indeed anything to do with black tanks not behaving properly is a horror story (laughs) yeah that's for sure all right so our very first campfire ghost story is called yellow ribbon Johnny checked into the campground, and there was a lovely hostess named Jane behind the desk, who was delightfully helpful. Jane wore a yellow ribbon around her neck. Every day, and I mean every day, rain, shine, or whatever, whether it matched her outfit or not. Why do you wear that yellow ribbon around your neck, Jane? He asked her, but she wouldn't tell him. Still, in spite of his aggravation, he thought it was cute. They dated, they became engaged. He asked her about the ribbon yet again, and again she wouldn't tell him. Maybe someday I'll tell you about it, she'd reply. Someday. The answer annoyed him, but he shrugged it off because he was in love with Jane. I know, right? Jane and Johnny raised a family of four with the usual ups and downs, laughter and tears. When their golden anniversary rolled around, Johnny once again asked Jane about the yellow ribbon around her neck. It was the very first time he'd brought that up since the week after their wedding. Whenever their children asked him about it, he'd always hush them. And somehow, none of the kids ever dared ask their mother. Jane gave Johnny a sad look and said, Johnny, you've waited this long. You can wait a while longer. And Johnny agreed. It was not until Jane was on her deathbed a year later that Johnny, seeing his last chance slip away, asked Jane one final time about the yellow ribbon she wore around her neck. She shook her head a bit at his perseverance and then said with a sad smile, 
Okay, Johnny, you can go ahead and untie it. With shaking hands, Johnny fumbled for the knot and untied the yellow ribbon around his wife's neck, at which point Jane's head fell off. <laughs> so what do you think? Was that a real story <laughs> or was that a ghost story? I, I wouldn't lose my head over the answer. <laughs> oh, man. Although sometimes warranty claims can be horror stories, <laughs> right, Tony? Yeah, this is a real one. A customer went in to get something out of their travel trailer, which they had in storage, and opened the slide room about halfway because they needed something out of the back. They got a phone call and had to leave, but figured, eh, I'll just come back the next day and get that thing in the back. Well, the next day it rained. And another day after that it rained. And they finally made it back to the trailer only to find that it was completely flooded. What happened? He asked me, will the warranty cover this? He even had video. Nope. You see, the seals on the slide only work when the slide room is either fully extended or fully retracted. And remember that whatever's outside when the room is open will be inside when the room is closed. Yep, he managed to pretty much ruin a $45,000 travel trailer. Yeah, so don't (laughs) leave your slides halfway out. Yeah. That's the moral of that story. That's unfortunately a self-caused horror story. Yeah, oof. Might as well burn the trailer down. And speaking of which... Troy and Annie were returning home from a tent camping trip to New England. They liked to travel at night to avoid traffic, but somewhere along a long, lonely stretch of road, their vehicle's lights failed, and they knew they'd have to seek shelter for the night. Troy spied a light through the trees, so they secured the car and walked up a small lane leading up a hill. A pleasant little house stood at the crest, and an old man and his wife met the couple at the door. They were in night clothes and were obviously about to turn in, but they welcomed the travelers and offered them a room. The old woman bustled about, making tea and offering freshly baked cakes. Then the travelers were shown to a room. Troy wanted to pay the couple for their lodgings, but the old lady shook her head and the old man refused any payment for such a small service to their fellow travelers. Troy and Annie awoke early and tiptoed out of the house, leaving a $50 bill on the center of the kitchen table where the old couple would not miss it. They drove into town and went into a little restaurant. Troy mentioned the nice little couple to the owner of the restaurant, and the man turned pale. Where did you say that house was, he asked. Troy described the location in detail. You must be mistaken, said the restaurant owner. That house was destroyed three years ago by a fire that killed the Brown family. I don't believe it, Troy said flatly. Mr. and Mrs. Brown were alive and well last night. After debating for a few more minutes, the couple and the restaurant owner drove back out of town toward the old Brown place. They turned onto the lane, which was overgrown with weeds, and climbed up the hill to the crest. There they found a burned out shell of a house that had obviously not sheltered anyone for a long time. I must have missed the track, said Troy. Suddenly, Annie gave a terrified scream and fainted into his arms. As he caught her, Troy looked into the ruin and saw a burnt table with a $50 bill lying in the center. Ho, 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 ho. Wow. That one might have been real. Maybe. (laughs) Well, this next one is a real horror story from RV Horror Stories, a Facebook group. Jeremiah McLaughlin reported that he was enjoying his new motorhome and had already put 4,000 miles on it when the propane tank came dislodged from the undercarriage and dragged on the pavement. Even though he could hear it and noticed it almost immediately, 
it still wore a giant hole in the tank. He was lucky that it didn't explode, and other than a destroyed tank, nobody was injured. Wow, talk about a fallout. I'm shelter. telling you, those yeah. real ones are scary. I know, the, the scary real, ones. <laughs> the real ones are almost as scary as the <laughs> campfire ghost stories. Speaking of campfire ghost stories, I was following Google Maps. I was following Google Maps. Late, late one night. night. I was following Google Maps, and it was getting late, very late. I had broken my own rules about traveling too long, and the now nine hours of driving had really taken their toll on me. According to maps, my campground was right around the corner, but when I got there, a chain lay across the entrance with a sign. Closed. Bummer. Yeah. Honestly, it had been far too long a day, and I was at the point of not caring. So I looked, and there wasn't a lock on the chain, so I just moved it. Drove in and picked a spot. They were all empty, so it didn't matter. I couldn't be hurting anything by staying there and thought I might leave a few bucks if I could find a place to do so. After setting up the RV, I explored a little. Place is pretty cool, but it had been closed for a long time. Funny, though, it seemed nice enough and looked like it had been quite the happening spot at one point. Since it was closed, none of the hookups worked, but I didn't care. It was just one night and, well, it was a free stay, most likely. One of the highlights of the place was a pond with what looked like a diving board into it. I'm not sure why anybody would want to dive into a pond. It's almost as if there was a plank off an old pirate ship. Maybe I'll explore in the morning. It didn't take long to fall asleep, but it seemed like I had just fallen asleep when I thought I heard a knock at the door. Was it a dream, or was someone knocking? You know, it was one of those things where I I honestly wasn't sure, so I just went back to sleep. But not long thereafter, I was awakened to another knock. Was I dreaming? If not, they'll certainly knock again. But now I can hear voices outside, and I thought I smelled a campfire, and even somebody cooking something funny maybe i wasn't the only one who snuck into the campsite and i i think i left the chain down but nah it was too dark and dreary outside and i honestly didn't care enough to go check i went back to sleep but i kept waking up thinking i heard sounds of music and laughter and smelled campfires and wonderful food it's almost as if these people partying were singing old pirate shanties I honestly didn't sleep that well at all that night, and there seemed to be a party that went on all night long. Every time I woke up, I could hear those sounds and smell the smells, all of which were actually kind of inviting. I almost went out to see if it was a dream, or if I was just losing my mind at one point. In fact, in the middle of the night, I did get up and go to the bathroom and was almost certain I heard the sounds in the distance. Somebody was having a party. But it was probably best that I didn't interrupt them. And it was late. The next morning I woke up and just thought, I'm going to get out of here. Rather than make breakfast, I hastily hooked up the trailer and left. Yeah, I, I had left the chain down, darn it. So I put it back up on my way out. I figured I'd grab some breakfast and headed into the nearby town for a bite. I saddled into a friendly looking diner and made my way up to the counter. As I sleepily dragged through my breakfast, the friendly server made sure my coffee stayed hot. She was a chatty one and asked me where I was from and what brought me to town. I told her about my adventure across country and about some of the things I had seen. I pointed my RV out in the parking lot and it really caught her attention and brought even more questions. Wow, how neat, she exclaimed. Where'd you sleep last night? 
sheepishly I told her about staying in the closed campground. The moment I did, she dropped the coffee pot and turned as white as the napkin in my hand. The, 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 clo the closed one? Yeah, I, I kind of feel bad. Maybe I should reimburse the owners. Oh, don't worry about them, she said. They're dead. Dead? Yeah, it turns out the campground is on an old pirate graveyard. The week after it opened, they were found in the pond, floating, and a plank was set up by the edge. We all think the pirates that were buried there were mad because they built a campground on their graves and made the owners walk the plank. I kind of shook my head and thought it was ridiculous, but it was but it was. The waitress continued, The place was locked up tight after people saw what they thought were ghosts of pirates dancing and singing around the big bonfire on the campground. I've been told you can still hear that on certain nights. Nobody goes there anymore. Except for you. <laughs> a man called to say that he was using the black tank flush on his RV. And he usually closed the gate valve so he could fill the tank and then empty it. As he was filling it, he saw a child ride by on a bicycle and fall down crying. He rushed over to help the little one who had skinned her knee. After his wife took her back to her own campsite, our happy camper suddenly remembered that he had left the black tank flush flowing with the valve closed. Yikes. You know water takes the path of least resistance, and that pathway was through the vent tube that the black tank shared with the gray water tank. Once the vent tube was full, the contents of the black tank found their way into the gray water tank, and also up the drain of the shower, and then out onto the floor of the brand new fifth wheel. Ew. By the time our camper was able to turn around, he noticed water coming out the door of the fifth wheel, and this wasn't Dasani by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Our formerly happy campers have a great repair shop who got a lot of the smell out of their rig, but it was no picnic going inside the rig filled with what had once been in the black tank so they could close it up to head to the repair shop. That is a true story. Yikes. And horrible. And horrible. Maybe not horrifying. Well, maybe horrifying. Yeah. I think we've even mentioned that one last week or the week before. I think so. But it bears repeating. <laughs> <laughs> so this one I read as an actual true story, but I'll let you be the judge. Greg woke up in the middle of the night to find a woman with unkempt hair and torn and bloody clothing crawling on all fours toward him. He screamed and woke up. It was just a dream. When his friends rushed to the tent to see what was the matter, Greg told them about his dream, and a few of them became visibly uncomfortable with all the color draining from their faces. They insisted that they leave camp as soon as the sun came up. It was only after they had returned home that his friends told him that several of them had shared similar dreams. Except in their dreams, they saw a woman crawling into Greg's tent. <laughs> Yikes. That is super creepy. <laughs> it is super creepy, and it was read as a real story. Oh, man. Weird, weird, weird stuff. Well, hopefully you have a great Halloween. We have one last horror story. This is the terrible, most awful story of them all. Some of you are winterizing your RVs. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, gosh. Speaking of which, next week, that's exactly <laughs> what we're going to be talking about is winterizing, winterizing your RV. RVs. And we have a gentleman who is going to be our guest who is uh, really knows his stuff on the subject. Because we don't. Because <laughs> we, we don't use do ours, it. Yeah, we use ours all year long. So as terrible and terrifying as the concept is, we're going to try and walk you through it and make it a stressless experience. We sure hope so. So, well, hopefully you'll tell your friends at the campfire and... 
telling your own ghost stories. Yeah. Of course, you know, you can find us in all the social places and you can start at stresslesscamping.com. And from there, you can jump off to all those other places like Facebook and Instagram. And if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's free to subscribe on any podcast app. We're saving a seat for you around our virtual campfire. Thank you very much for joining us again this week. We hope you enjoyed our campfire ghost stories. We hope you have some of your own to share. And with that, spooky spooky camping. We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!